What is the secret? Dwayne is hiding in the basket. What's in the basket? Some of the tenants claim to have heard noises coming from this room. Like someone on a rampage. What's in the basket? Needleman warned me about the Bradley boy, the freak we separated. I know an awful lot of guys, Dwayne, but you're different. What's in the basket? What's in the basket? What's in the basket? My brother. Your brother. <laughs> Open it. If you dare. Basket case. All right, we're recording. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's Alex. Welcome to another episode of the Dawn of the Horror Cast. With me is my lovely wife, Janina. Hi. It's me, the lovely wife. The lovely wife. So, what movie did we watch last night? We we spent money to go uh, see Basket Case at the Colonial Theater. Yeah, we spent money. How else are we going to go see it in the theater? Oh, I know. I'm just saying. We we watched it in the theater. It's not something you typically watch in a theater. Which was definitely different, right? It was definitely different. Would you say the movie was bizarre? Uh, Yeah. Easily. I mean, and, and again, coming from me, that somebody who... Isn't in you know doesn't really watch those type of movies. It was very bizarre. I would assume it's bizarre no matter what, but for me especially. No, it's bizarre for me too. For a horror fan, it's definitely still a bizarre movie. It was direct the the director the director Frank Henenlotter. He directs a lot of bizarre stuff. I think you saw. Oh wait, have you ever seen Brain Damage? No. It was the one where I think uh, it was like a parasite and whenever the guy, the guy had a parasite living in him and I, I I haven't seen that movie in a long time but it was like a he would get high off of feeding on other, other people's brains or, I, I don't, I don't know. know I feel like a lot of movies sound like that to be honest with you but it was like a drug for him I've, I gotta see it again, but it was definitely just as weird as, believe it or not, it was more unrealistic than uh, Basket Case. Is that so? Yes. Mm. But you've seen Frankenhooker, right? Maybe. You don't remember Frankenhooker? The one where uh, the guy's girlfriend uh, got chopped up by a lawnmower? Because she wasn't paying attention to what she was doing, and she stood in front of the lawn, the remote control lawnmower, 
and it ran her over. <laughs> One of the eyewitnesses to this terrible tragedy is also the young victim's fiance. Oh, excuse me, you saw the accident happen? I don't want to talk about it. And you have no idea what happened to the head? I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see it. I, the last time I saw it, it was, uh, was spinning through the air. I don't... It, why don't you just leave people alone with their grief, huh? You've definitely seen it. I mean, I might have saw it, but does it mean it stuck with me? Because I probably wasn't... Or I was half-watching, a.k.a. just playing on my phone, but... You gotta be paying attention. Well, I mean... That's, you that's why I take you to... That's why I take you to the movies. So We did not see that in the movies. That was... At home, on the couch, guaranteed. If I saw it, I mean, yeah. Well, no, I didn't say I took you to the theater to see that one. But last night, you paid attention to the movie the whole time. You're right. You didn't even get up to go to the bathroom. (laughs) That's impressive, right? I know. (laughs) Means I'm not drinking enough water. (laughs) Fun facts. Do you remember that wad of cash that Dwayne pulls out when he's checking into the Hotel Broslin? Well, that was actually the film's whole budget. In fact, the budget was so low for the movie that the crew would go dumpster diving just to find items to put on set. Most of the names in the credits are actually fake people. The crew was really small, so that was their way of making it look like more people worked on the movie and to make the credits longer. Belial's puppeteer was an eight-year-old girl. The puppet shrunk and it couldn't fit in an adult hand, so the producer's eight-year-old daughter was the puppeteer for Belial. And I'm not surprised about this, but this movie was heavily influenced by Larry Cohen's It's Alive from 1974. Let's get into the synopsis of the film. Shall I take the lead on this? I can. Alright. High Level, it's about these two brothers um, that were separated when they were, I guess you could say, pre-teens. They were conjoined twins. Uh, The mother died at childbirth. Um... The one twin was normal, and then the other twin was extremely deformed, and really only had a head, not even a head, a face, and then it kind of looked like a... Like a sponge. Yeah, I don't know, like a blob (laughs) or something. I don't know. Anyway, it was on the side of his body. He, uh didn't really talk, he was just kind of, he looked kind of like an abnormality on this this Dwayne Brady's body. But but they could communicate uh, telepathically. Yes. So they tell, they communicated telepathically when they were together, but they couldn't do it. He, the Dwayne, the normal one, couldn't telepathically communicate with him anymore once they got separated. So, um, Nobody wanted, except for the one aunt, nobody wanted the... I forget his name. What's his name? The the deformed one. Oh, uh, Blyle. Blyle. Nobody <laughs> wanted Blyle. They didn't think of him as, like, a human. The only one was their aunt. 
not even the father. The father wanted them to secretly. He's the one that that hired the doctors to secretly perform the surgery. He wanted to get rid of Lyle. He didn't want it to ever be like he never existed. Um, but uh, Dwayne found him in the trash and saved him and all of that. So Lyle was pretty a pretty angry thing, whatever, I guess it's a human, but a thing. He was very angry and wanted, and when the aunt died, he wanted to um, get revenge on these doctors that separated them. So they went around New York. It is a film of revenge. Yes, it's, it's pretty much a revenge. And they went around New York and finding all three doctors that performed the surgery um, and secretly well, secretly performed the surgery and got rid of him. Um, nobody knew he survived. They hid while the aunt and, and Dwayne hid him for most of his life. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, it's much it is a movie movie of revenge. And then Dwayne finds one of the recep- receptionists. Him and the receptionist kind of hit it off, and he sneaks out on a date. Um, what did you think of her hair? She's wearing a wig. <laughs> Is it was it true? Was she wearing a wig? It was driving me crazy. I mean, it kind of looked like a wig. It was definitely a wig. There's no way that was real hair. I don't know, but anyway, first the girl in the movie. I mean, it might be her hair. I don't know, but I for some reason it just really kept kept bothering me that her head her, her wig was gonna fall off at some point in the movie. Um. So yeah. Anyway, so she, so they hit it off. He sneaks out on a date with her one day. The Blyle telepathically could feel that he was on a date and like lost his ever loving mind and like destroyed the room and went nut nuts and all of this stuff. And in the end, most bizarre scene of the movie, don't you think? It was very strange. It um, was really loud. A lot of banging. Yeah, it was super loud. My ears were hurting. Mm-hmm. It was pretty loud. When Blyle was screaming. Yeah, it was pretty obnoxious. But um, the fact that Alex says something's loud, it seems loud. But here and there, back and forth, Blyle was kind of starting to get antsy. He was feeling like Dwayne was going to leave him and abandon him, so he was acting out even more. He was probably also sexually frustrated. He was sex- He was a little pervert at times. Um, and are we saying what happened at the end? Yeah, sure. Alright, so he... So, the girl, the receptionist, I don't remember her name, she finds Dwayne um, and, you know, is trying to spend the night with him because she's upset about the doctor being murdered and they start making out and um in the room where Blyle is in and Blyle loses his mind and so Dwayne tries rushing him out the door rushing her out the door and you know Dwayne's all pissed off and is like just over it all and everything that that part was actually kind of scary when they're making out on the bed and um, Blyle comes out of the basket screaming and Dwayne is holding her down. That at, fir- 
Well, at first, I I think he was like almost like seizing or something. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, why is he holding her down? Or he was just in shock, or yeah, he, I don't know. There's some weird stuff going on there. But anyway, here and there, ending with uh, Lyle finding her, sneaking out of the room, finding her, um, pretty much raping her, and then kill her, and then continue to rape her, and then. Dwayne wakes up and realizes he's gone and knows exactly where he's at and finds him mounted on top of her while she's dead. Um, so that's pretty gross and messed up. And then they end up fighting each other and they fall out of a window and oh, that's that. No more. They're gone. The end of the movie. The end. The tenant in room seven is very small, very twisted, and very mad. Basket case. It eats. It sleeps. It loves. And it kills. Basket case. The ultimate horror story of a monstrous freak of nature that refused to die. It killed its own mother! And it killed its father. And anything else that dared to look into the basket. What's in the basket? Basket case. The classic case of the bizarre. This movie is not for everybody. It may be too much for anybody. Basket case. Free surgical masks for everyone to keep the blood off your face. So the movie starts off at night and some guy's leaving his house, but he goes back in. He starts hearing things and seeing shadows, but ends up getting mauled to death by a, some sort of a creature or a monster. If you've never seen this movie before and you know nothing about it, you would think it's like a monster movie. Yeah, I would think so. I think he was leaving his office. Was that was that what it was? Yeah. His office, his not his house. Office, yeah. Okay. So the monster kills him and then goes through his uh, documents and finds the address for Doctor Needleman's business in New York City. Well, he also grabs a certain file too. The file for probably uh, Dwayne, right. Dwayne and Blyle. Surgery, yeah. The brothers of the movie. So then it picks up in uh, New York City, New York at its grimiest in the 80s, mm-hmm. back when New York wasn't as nice as it is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, New York has always still has its moments, but yes. Yeah. Triple X shops on every corner mm-hmm. would make uh, 20-year-old me very happy. Gross. What did you think of the drug dealer guy? Um, annoying. Persistent. I hate that. So he had a lot of uh, different kinds of drugs, though. Yes, he did. Again, <laughs> wouldn't interest me. Smoke, smoke. I got joints and bags, nickels and dime bags, gold Columbia smoke. I got acid blotters, rainbows, window pane speed downs, second off volume mescaline THC. I've got some good cocaine, Quaalude, Butte, Methadone, cheap Panama red, angel dust, chicken out of bed, tranquilizing venomous, vivium poison, tie sticks. Methadone, Red, Junk, Morphine. What do you want, some girls? I got some nice girls. What the fuck is wrong with you anyway, man? 
anyway, but I just hate when I just I just hate being bugged a lot. So. Well, if you needed something, chances are you might have been able to get it for you. If I did drugs, yes. But I'm sure you could probably get uh, stuff other than drugs too. I would probably go to somebody else. Like if you had, like last week with your toothache, maybe he could have gave you something for your toothache. I wouldn't have taken anything he'd given me. Oh, uh, okay. So, but I'm sure he, I'm sure he could have offered something. I personally would not have taken it, but that's just me. Well, it's not surprising that the Hotel Broslin was right there, where all the 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 pimps and the drug dealers work. But you don't know if they're a pimp for drug dealers. Well, the one guy outside was. I got this, I got that, I got this, I got that. So he treks into the Hotel Broslin. Front desk guy is like, I don't know, I don't want to offend anybody, but he was like that. He reminded me of he could be like a distant relative to me. How is that offending anyone if it's about you? You mean just like old school, like like Italian man, like... Yeah, like angry, a, and... an old retro angry Italian New Yorker. Even though I'm not from New York, but you know, I'm from New England, you're up yeah, there. Yeah. How long you staying? Three days, three years. Come on, walk with me here. Give me a hint. Yep. <laughs> there it is. It's a lot of yelling right there. It's a lot of yelling. <laughs> Dwayne says he's going to stay there for a couple of, a few nights. So he pulls out this huge wad of cash and this pathetic dude in the movie that hangs out, that lives at the hotel, his eyes widened with, with glee when he saw how much money Dwayne had. And he's acting like he's never seen that much money before. It's probably not even that much money. How much money do you think well, he has? Well, to that bit probably, I mean... It was like, None of those people were probably living off of the savings. They are living off day by day, so a wad of cash is, you know, well, you're getting a lot you know, those couple days. You know, when Donovan steals the money later on, he was probably just planning on spending all that money on booze. It's not like oh, he was going to plan on... Exactly. He wasn't going to use that money to... Use, uh, use that money as a booster to... Help get his life back on his feet again. I don't think that was that was a plan, no, for him. <laughs> anyway, Dwayne goes out, gets some food for Blyle, and in the morning they go to see, pay a visit to their old doctor, Doctor Needleman. That's where he meets the love interest in the movie. Do you remember her name, the love interest? No. I just remember the way. I'm going to IMDb right now. Sharon, I think, right? Oh, I don't know. I just her wig just sticks out. Her big hair just sticks out to me. It was bothering me the whole time. Yeah, I wonder why she was wearing a wig. Was it ever confirmed? I don't know where to look. Google. Well, exact. If someone's listening to this and they have an answer, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know if that. Hair was real or if it was a wig? it was definitely looking very wig-like. And it was, for some reason, bothering me. Because I felt like it was just going to fall off. Very poorly put on wigs. I felt like it was just going to fall off the entire time. Yeah. Which was weird because... it the, the hair color looked like it was... like She looks like a blonde, but... 
I don't know why it was a wig. Yeah. No, it looked dyed. It didn't look like her true hair color. Oh. But, again, that's just my own. That's what I was focusing on in the movie. She, for some reason, really likes Dwayne. I mean, I guess Dwayne seems like a nice guy. I mean, I think she was a little clingy after one date, but... Um, she was? I would... Just, how would you feel if one date, that girl you went on a date with comes, finds you, and, like, clings on to you for dear life because her boss was killed? She might not have many friends or something. I don't know. Maybe. No, she might not. I mean, I'll well, see it in that. She liked him. She liked Dwayne. She did. We also forgot to mention um, the scene before that that Donovan guy was looking through the key people and that interesting woman, uh, her name was Casey, came to warn Dwayne. Just want to let you know, keep your shit locked up because people are snooping around your room. Mm-hmm. She was in the other Frank Henneladder movies, too. I think she was in every single one. I don't know if she did any, like, speaking parts in the other ones, but... I I remember seeing her work the streets on Frankenhooker. That's just what she was good at. <laughs> Typecasted as the hooker. Maybe that's what she wanted. She kept accepting the roles. Were you surprised how quick uh, Dwayne was to say yes on... Um, her saying maybe we could go out for a drink sometimes like, yeah, that sure that sounds good. Well, he wanted to make friends. <laughs> I guess he probably does not have a lot of friends. Def Dwayne definitely does have friends. Anyway, he goes sees Dr. Needleman under a phony name so he can surprise him and he doesn't recognize him until Dwayne takes his shirt off and he sees the scar. That's when he looked of terror ran over his face because he knew what it was. He left and then Dwayne secretly got Sharon's number to set up a date and then Needleman like frantically was searching for phone numbers for the other doctor and was obviously very stressed and then later that night no he calls um dr cutter and she's on a dinner date with a young man yeah um and then later that night is when Dwayne and blyle come back and do their thing after she locks up what was the thing oh right 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 they did the thing did what they're good at, revenge. Yep. Yep, after Sharon left and locked up, Lyle did his Doc- revenge. Dr. Needleman gets what's coming to him. Gets mauled to death by Blyle. I forget what Blyle does to him. He scratches up his face. And yeah, it was all like, and then I think he did tear him apart. He tore him apart. Yeah. yeah. He's a vicious creature, that Blyle. Yes, he is. The very next day... Dwayne leaves Blyle at the hotel room so he can go on a date with Sharon, but Blyle doesn't know that he's on a date with Sharon. He told him he was going to check out the other doctor's house. Yeah, scope it out. But he lied. He lied because he didn't want to upset Blyle. Blyle gets very jealous and very threatened. He's afraid that Dwayne's going to forget about him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think he also gets a little sexually frustrated. Yeah, I would say so. He's kind of a creep, as we find out. 
But they go to the Statue of Liberty and start making out. And that's when Blyle has an extreme meltdown. connection that he was getting feelings for somebody and that's when he lost his ever-loving mind i i think it's because he's sort of like he doesn't i don't think he has any genitals but he probably gets well, still gets the, something i don't know well i think maybe that's where all that rage comes from like impotent rage impotent 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 <laughs> what's that even a word i don't even know oh because impotent means you can't get it up right yeah <laughs> if he even has anything but yeah. um he must have something but we'll talk about that later but anyway he trashes the room the manager goes up there and he sees no one's there donovan of course goes with him because donovan has to see what's going on because that's the room with all the money, you know? Donovan looks at the wad of cash and his eyes brighten up again. And then after the manager locks up the room, Donovan sneaks back in like the sneak that he is. Well, that was a mistake because Blyle gets him. Gets him. Just like how Blyle always gets him. <laughs> Blyle gets him. So in other words... He tried stealing the cash. Blyle was not all about that. So he then attacks the neighbor guy. And, and he deserves it. And that's that. And that was the end of the neighbor. I hated that neighbor. I know. So Dwayne goes back to the hotel, sees the cops there, and the cops question him. And he says he doesn't know what's going on, but he sees that his room is turned upside down, finds Blyle hiding in a toilet after the detective is done questioning him. And he's like, what are you nuts? You're going to get us arrested. Well, the girl chases after him and he like yells at her to leave and freaks out. Was it? I don't think that was until later. No, she followed him because she didn't know why he ran away from her. Oh, yeah. And then... So, so the girl follows... And he, he pushes her out of the apartment complex and or the hotel, whatever. Yeah. And tells him to leave. Or tell, she, he tells her to leave. And she's, like, all upset because she doesn't know why he won't talk to her. And he's like, I don't want him to kill you, too. Right, right, right. There was two, there was two uh, scenes that were pretty similar to that. You know, the very end and uh, that. After everything calms down, he decides to take Casey up on that offer for that drink. Mm-hmm. And they're at the bar. And he tells Casey it, he gets drunk. Dwayne is very drunk. Drunk. He tells her about the whole story. 
what's in the basket? My brother! And they both start dying laughing. Mm-hmm. My brother's in the basket. Mm-hmm. And then they walk back. <laughs> they walk back. She... Well, they tell she. Uh, well, he tells a story about how. Uh, That's what I just said. I the, swear you said that. The um, their aunt raised them, and remember when cute Blyle was sitting on the, the aunt's lap. I wonder if it was cute, but yes. Oh, come on! That was kind of sweet, right? It was like a uh, hubs. Just sitting on. No, I would not look at that and say that's like my dog. You know how Hubs could be a little terror, but then he gets all sweet and sits on Grandma's lap. I don't look at that and look think that looks like my dog. <laughs> and you might be able to hear him in the background. Yeah. This happens sometimes. I'm having fit. Back at the hotel, Casey tucks Dwayne in bed because he can't even stand up. And she goes back to her room where Blyle creeps on her. Doesn't he touch her when she's sleeping? Or... So she, she lays put... in bed. She puts Dwayne to bed. She opens the crate or the basket because she's kind of freaked out. Nothing's in there. So in her head, she's probably like, well, this guy's like a little, a little nutty. She goes back to her room, gets dressed, goes to bed. Well, gets in her pajamas, goes to bed, and all. And then, yes, he gropes her, <laughs> and she opens her eyes, and there he is, like being a creep in the her bed. little perv ball. Yeah, and then she starts screaming, and then everyone in the apartment, the complex, like except for Dwayne, because he's passed out drunk. And she she keeps telling everybody there's something in her bed, there's something in her bed, and they don't see anything. Um, Everyone comes out in the hallways. Yeah. Right? So and then yeah. he made himself back into the bedroom of where he's supposed to be in this basket, and then you see him with her underwear. So little freaking creep. Is that when the the manager comes out? He's like, everybody in your rooms, in your rooms. Uh, yeah. Um. So then the next day is the other doctor. They go see the Cutter, Dr. Cutter. Oh, right. Dwayne and um, Blyle go pay uh, Dr. Cutter a visit mm-hmm. at the veterinarian hospital. She's a vet. Would you want her working on hubs? Nope. Not particularly. Right, bud? So Dwayne goes to uh, see Dr. Cutter. Dr. Cutter is a complete bitch to him. He says he has a cat in the basket. She's just a miserable bitch. But anyway, Blyle attacks her and shoves her face in a drawer full of scalpels. Yep. And she, she pulls her face out of the drawer. Screaming very annoyingly. She looks like Pinhead. What did you think of what did you think of uh, the twin nurses? They're just weird. Like they were so slow about everything. And they just I don't know. They were giving like dirty looks the whole time. They're just they're they weren't really an important part of the movie. Do you think the twins were there because Blyle and Dwayne are twins? Do you think that's why they were placed in there? I really no. I never really thought of it like that. I think they just maybe they just asked to be in the movie. Maybe, I don't know. I don't think it was. I don't think anything to do with 
that. I just think. Well, I think they were very bizarre. The twins in the movie didn't have any facial expressions. They were just like, and I think that was the point of it to make them like kind of seem bored at their job and like, ugh, I don't want to be here type thing. Next is when Dwayne is back at the hotel with Blyle and that's when Sharon shows up to tell him that her boss died, right? Yes, they. she came and ran up the stairs like a crazy person to talk to tell Dwayne about her boss being dead and that she just wants to be with him because she doesn't know who else to go to. And he looks nervous, but he lets her come up and they start making out. Do you think it's weird of her to come to him after just meeting? Again, I think it's a little weird how, like obsessed she is already it was kind of making it sound like they've known each other for weeks or they've been on multiple dates but i mean it is a movie so she doesn't even know about his little secret she doesn't really know anything about him if you think about it but i guess if you have a crush on someone you want to be with them so so they start making out and blyle comes out of the basket screaming his head off holding her down on the bed maybe that was a protection thing in a terrifying way i don't know if it was a protector or he was just stunned i think he was just shocked and stunned i think there was him not knowing what to do if he lets her up Blyle will like attack her because if you think about it, the next scene is he has her covered with a blanket yeah so, so, he so it... she doesn't see him or, or I think to protect her, because he think about it. If if she let if he let her get up, he would have jumped on her. Oh yeah. So maybe that was protection, and then he wrapped a blanket around her and took her and walked her out the door. Probably that's probably what it is. Tells her just to go away. Kind of a tragic moment, right? But she goes home, and Blyle follows her home. What a creep feel bad for him at the same time he's a creep i don't feel bad for him no no if he wasn't such an angry asshole well why do you think he's angry but what's that what is he getting out of what he's doing he's deformed but but that doctors didn't do that he was born deformed i'm not i'm not saying i'm not i'm not saying he should be going around. I mean, of course, you you know, if you feel any, bad for anyone who has to live a harder life. I mean, this is, you know, fictional, but it's I, but I, it's not the doctor's fault that he's deformed. Did they treat him like dirt? Absolutely. But killing them, what's that doing? Yeah, that's not right. What that, is it doing? He, that's, that's not right of him to kill people. Uh, and to attempt to rape somebody, which... I think he he attempts to rape Sharon. I don't think he successfully does. Like, I don't think he has anything there. We already talked about this. He killed her. So now he goes to the apart her her house, her apartment. He kills her, and then he sure as hell does rape her when she's dead. It's like that weird what's it called? Like you kill people and then you rape them. What Necrophilia. Is, yeah, that's what, like he definitely was doing something because remember he was trying to pull him off. Yeah, he was attached to her. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, like, blood down there. Yeah, her legs were bleeding. Yeah. That was pretty gross. That that scene was pretty disgusting. Yeah. 
Dwayne drags him back to the Hotel Broslin, and Blyle attacks Dwayne, turns on his twin brother. Yep, he does. Then he pulls him out of the window and hangs him, and they both fall to their death. And that was that. And that's the... That's the end of all of them. The tragic ending to Basket Case. What's in the basket? Did you like the movie? Did you hate the movie? What did you think of the movie? I didn't hate it. I just think it's it's an interest. I didn't hate it. I don't hate the movie. It's different. I thought some parts were kind of annoying. But some parts were kind of funny and interesting. Yeah, I can agree with you on uh, some parts being annoying with all the screaming. Who would have thought you'd ever say that? I have a, I have a limit, too. You Do know? you? Do you have a limit? When, when you're just, uh, just screaming over and over and over again, it also doesn't help that the volume was really loud, and it was kind of like ringing in my ears a little bit. Yeah, it was pretty obnoxious. Yeah, also, like... That's the reason, that's the same reason I can only tolerate watching a Christmas story one, uh, one time a year because of all the kids screaming. Just because you think I like loud, I, I like loud noises, but like annoying screaming now, I, I can like. But that's like t- what horror is, is this obnoxious screaming. No. That's not, not all horror. That's not true. This movie, like though, would, 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 I'm saying more like Blyle, Blyle just. has some good humor to it. It's kind of dry, dry humor, but um, yeah. that Donovan guy, I'm glad, I'm glad Blyle killed him. How it, every, he was a sneak. Ever since he laid eyes on Dwayne's money, he wouldn't leave him alone. He was always snooping around. Yeah, he had, he needed to, to figure himself out because he was nosy and it was going to catch up to him one day and it did and it caught up with him so he went in that room and was just counting the cash he's like he thought he was going to be rich that guy he did he thought he was going to get away with it well I'm glad Blyle killed him I don't know about killing him and just he could have you know just hurt him so he couldn't yeah but but then then he would be just talking about how a creature attacked him. Oh, did you, oh, the creature that attacked me. You know. Now, I'm sure that the front desk guys, like, oh, finally, finally, Donovan's gone. I couldn't get rid of him. <laughs> and then uh, Blyle killed him. So uh, 
don't have to worry about Donovan anymore. That's true. He was probably always trying to get in his register. Probably. So, you heard my opinions on it. What about you? You know, you're the guru of horror movies. It's a classic. It's not my favorite horror movie. But it's a classic. I would say it's a good monster movie. You consider this a monster movie? Yeah, it's a, it's a monster movie. Yeah. Malignant's definitely heavily influenced by this movie. The whole to- parasitic twin thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's entertaining. The kills are gory. Or bloody. You can say gory. I just... For someone who doesn't like gore, I didn't find it too, too bad. I mean, there were parts I didn't love. It was I very... I don't like any blood and gore, but like I don't like that stuff, but it wasn't the worst I've seen. It, the, the gore was very fake. I don't think this movie was intended to be taken yeah, seriously. I would assume no. I would assume not. You're, we're not going to put this movie on the same level as The Exorcist or something. No. It's very cartoony, but it was entertaining. Like I said, it's not my favorite horror movie, but I'm glad I saw it in the theater. Yeah, it was. Um, it was an experience. That's for sure. Now, they made two sequels to this movie, believe it or not. No, they didn't. How? I've never seen the sequels. No. But Blyle comes back in the second and third one. I'm not sure if Dwayne comes back, but... I would assume not. Unless he gets brought back. I mean, it's a horror movie. Anything could happen. It's true. It's not like it's a uh, non-fiction movie. It's, It's a very fictional movie. I think we need to see the sequels and uh, do a follow-up to this episode. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Where are they at? Do you know where to find them? Maybe Tubi. We'll we'll have to find out. But um, we need to uh, do a follow-up for that. But is there any movie that you want to do sooner? I don't know to think about it actually what about you well I want to do that's a silly question you have a lot of movies you want to do well the new Scream is coming out in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. next week or two weeks from now let's see when's Scream 5 coming out or Scream I'm sorry Scream 2022 it's coming out on the 14th is that next week you're going to be in Pittsburgh, though. On Sweet Leaf Saturday. Land of George A. Romero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um... Are you coming back on Sunday? No. Monday morning. Oh. Maybe we could see it on Monday. What, when I get back? Yeah. Do that. I would like to do an episode on that with you. A review on the movie and stuff. But I would also like to do the original Scream with it. Oh gosh, that was so long. I haven't seen that in so long. 
Maybe that could be the movie we do. We could. We could. Got a lot of good movies I plan on doing. Saving Ghost Ship for Jim. The Hills Have Eyes with my father-in-law, Janina's dad. I'm excited to pound more of these episodes out. Looking forward to the future. I have a feeling 2022, this show is going to gain more momentum. Well, I hope so. Well, happy belated New Year's, everybody. This is Alex, Janina, signing off until next time. Peace. This isn't a hotel, it's a nut house!